And I'll tell you guys since we're, since we're all friends. Every character I write has a piece of me in them. Hi, I'm Leigh Bardugo, and you're listening to The Grisha Cast. Welcome to Grisha Cast, episode 49. In this episode, we are covering chapters 28 and 29 from the book Crooked Kingdom. This is your host, Eric. And I'm Terry. From Nashville, Tennessee, this is your podcast for all things Grishaverse. A world created by the wonderful Leigh Bardugo. <laughs> Moi Savienyi casters! Hello! Woohoo! Here we are. We're here. We are. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and looking fabulous. Um, absolutely. Absolutely. So, should we thank some listener cities we real quickly? We should. Mm-hmm. We have Pinion, England. Woohoo! And then South Yara, Australia. Hello. Hello. And Pitt Meadows, Canada. Thank you all so much. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> For listening. We love you all. And oh my goodness gracious. Mm-hmm. So for those of you asking how you can help, we would greatly appreciate tips. Your tips will help us to continue to bring you the Grisha Cast. You can Venmo a tip to at B-O-D-H-I-M-M. Or Cash App, Dallasan, B-O-D-H-I-M-M. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, hi, girl. It's been a minute. Um, yeah. It has, because I mean. It has, yeah. Yeah. We With kind of, our different recording schedule. Exactly. So, by the way, I hope you all enjoyed last week's episode. We had a lot of fun putting that together. We did. So, you e- we either lost a lot of listeners <laughs> because they're like, these people are crazy. Crazy. But um, on that note, if you do have any commercial ideas, feel free. And you would like to like, I don't know. Yeah. Shoot those ideas our way. We would love to hear them. And yeah, we're going to have so much fun doing those from now on. You can either write up an entire script or oh, just yeah. send us an idea. Exactly. We will give you credit. Absolutely. And yeah, we can work together on something really fun. It's fun to put that stuff together, especially in these times right now. It is. You know, to be creative and have a creative outlet somehow right now is just it makes life so much easier yes and speaking of creative outlook outlet (laughs) (laughs) if you have not been told yet to go to our youtube channel at greasy cast in the month of october because we are dressing up as characters you should do that you should because (laughs) it's super fun every week and um this week we are not obvious characters i don't think no yeah, they're not big characters necessarily. Mm-mm. So, <laughs> but we might as well go ahead and tell. So, I mean, we have to for our listeners. Yes, that's true. So, I'm dressed as the Firebird, a scary one, <laughs> I think, when I look at the camera now. Do you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of like a character in the labyrinth almost. Oh, yes. Okay. It does. I see that. Yes. With like the way that your like beak and everything is situated. Yeah, it's. To me, it's like this horrifying Sesame Street episode. <laughs> kind of, yes. But it's it's fantastical. Yes. But yours is fabulous. I love how creative you were at this one. Just the whole idea of ha- dressing up as this character. Oh, yes. I am Alice Van Eck. Woohoo! And, and I just want to go home to my dog. Aw, and she's even got her baby bump. I do. Mm, baby bump included. <laughs> It is included. It sure is. <laughs> oh. um, thanks to a pillow. Mm. Well, it's a squishy baby. <laughs> it is a squishy baby. Squishy baby. <laughs> uh, 
it's because this baby factory is closed. So, Mm. yeah. Yeah, I can lay an egg, possibly. Oh my gosh, could you please do that? That would be great. <laughs> I should have made, I should have made a big nest that I could have sat in. You know, yes. just like this huge. Wow. That's yes, you should have. But wow. you know, time and money. Time and money. <laughs> Two things we don't have. <laughs> exactly. And if you're watching, you could probably tell that I probably put some of this really together. I mean, my mask is definitely not something you'd buy off of somewhere. It's so great, though. Oh, I feel well. I love bit- your wings. Oh, well, thanks. The wings are fun. <laughs> they flop around. They do. <laughs> and yeah, the firebird. <laughs> well, not really that. I'd be like, <laughs> I don't even know. No, no. a yeah, firebird. What is a firebird? Make... <gasps> oh, and you know what? That actually brings me to another topic. So since um, we've had our last like actual podcast that we recorded live, we've had a couple things happen. One. The UK version of the Shadow and Bone Collector's Edition came out. Mm-hmm. Woohoo! Yes, I got this beautiful inside. Um, and just to let you know, I haven't seen anything in here that we haven't already read or seen before. But still, beautiful. Um, we're still waiting on the US version to come out. That's here soon. Mm-hmm. But something amazing is this. You all know the Story Sanctia, the Lives of Saints came out. Oh my god. And it is beautiful, girl. Like... So one, this is a really cute like little sleeve, but that Aww. is the actual like that's the prop they're even using in the upcoming show. It's so pretty. It is, and it's so realistic. It's so cool. And she said like that's actually like I guess that's Ravkin, mm-hmm. um, the Lives of Saints. Yeah. So like they came up with that language already. That's awesome. The, yeah, it is so good for those of you obsessed with the Grishaverse like we are. This is a must-have uh-huh. because it. One, I definitely suggest waiting. If you haven't read everything or you're reading along for the first time, wait to read this last because it has so many like Easter eggs and treats in there for you. And that's what she did. Like, I mean, that's what she says. She um, put it together like to be a little treat for us. And um, it's just really cool. I want to tell Terry all this stuff, but I can't. (laughs) Um, There's just not yet. Yeah, there's just some really cool stuff in there. There's, um, I mean, random like things that like you wouldn't even. Like, think. I mean, it, it's crazy. The ice court comes into play. Ooh. I know, which is crazy. It's just, it's so good. So, anyways, we had a little spiel about that because um, I wasn't a little crazy and accidentally read that. <laughs> um, so, I have a Kindle, so, of course, I have every version of every book. Um, but I happened to finish the one book that I was reading um, that Monday evening, and then all of a sudden, 12 o'clock came around, and, hey, The Lives of Saints came in and downloaded <laughs> onto my... Kindle, and I was like, well, I guess I'll just look at it. Well, a couple hours later, I'm still awake. <laughs> I finished the last page, and I'm like, oh, well, that was fantastic. <laughs> so, and now I'm reading it again because I'm trying to, like, find all the Easter eggs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, really cool time for the Grishaverse, and maybe I should have saved that for Grishacast news, but maybe. hey, whatever. We got okay. plenty of news when yep. we get there, girl. <laughs> so, before we start, how are you? <laughs> what you doing, girl? Um, I'm a little stressed, mm. but aren't we all? Yeah. Um, I don't even know like what to say anymore. We had this conversation a few minutes ago. Um, don't even know what to say anymore, really. You know, we're all just getting things piled up on us, and you just kind of have to accept it and move on. Yeah. And I don't even know like what to say about it anymore. Nothing. Um, nothing too bad. Nothing too crazy. Um, we're going 
to Chattanooga this weekend. Ooh. We're going to be leaf peepers because the color is supposed to be very pretty. Oh, is yeah. that what you call them? Leaf peepers? Yes. Oh, yeah, I people didn't know. that go look at the fall foliage for wow. an autumnal treat are called leaf peepers. Look at you and your <laughs> vocabulary. Autumnal? Grr. Autumnal. Grr. It feels autumnal outside. It does. It does. <laughs> Girl. I mean, I'm Alice Fanak. I've had a good education. You sure have. Because I'm rich. Yep. You are. <laughs> autumnal. Autumnal. Did I just teach you a new word? You did? Well, I mean, I think I've... I don't think I've I, I think I've re- I've read the word. I don't think I've ever heard anybody ever say it. I know that sounds weird. I'm just I don't think I have. Oh. So it was really pretty to hear. Oh well, good. <laughs> yeah, glad I could do that for you. It's a new favorite word. <laughs> so how are you? Mm. So okay, well let's dive on in. <laughs> so we're definitely getting to towards the end of Crooked Kingdom because it's getting popping. I think so. We are starting off with chapter 28, which is Jesper, and I actually have the quote from the very beginning of this chapter. Here's the quote. Jesper had never seen Kaz so bloodied and banged up, broken nose, split lip, one eye swollen shut. He was clutching his side in a way that made Jesper think at least one of his ribs was broken, and when he coughed into a handkerchief, Jesper saw blood on the white fabric before Kaz shoved it back into his pocket. His limp was worse than ever, but he was still standing, and Annika and Pim were with him. Apparently, they'd left a heavily armed skeleton crew at the slat, and in case Pekka got word of Kaz's coup and decided to try to make a territory grab, end quote. So it just kind of like puts us right exactly where we are in that chapter. Obviously, Kaz just got back from a huge fight. Mm-hmm. And, and um, I totally forgot to say that I love this chapter, by the way. Oh. I just do. I love it. It is. Well, it's really, yeah. It's a good one. It really is. And um, it's just filled with lots of fun little things. It is. So, and we'll get there. Mm-hmm. So Matthias, Nina, and Jesper try to help Kaz, but of course, and you know, the way Kaz always is, he's just like, no, leave me alone. Go <laughs> help focus. You need to focus your attention on Comb. They are, they're trying to help Jesper's father remember his backstory of, yes. every, yeah, his pretend backstory. Yes. So an hour later, Inej creeps in and hands Kaz a note. And then Anej goes on to tell them how, um, I guess, the note worked perfectly, and they led her directly to two members of the triumvirate. And um, who did those two members be? Oh, my goodness gracious. (laughs) It's Jenya and Zoya. Woohoo! Yay! I was so excited when I got to that part. Well, because we haven't seen the third one yet, so it had to have been those two. Yeah. I know who the third one is now, by the way. Oh, yeah, I bet. I went back because <laughs> I was so confused. I was like, who was the third one? I was like, is it Nikolai? Um, but, yeah, I had to go back, and I mm. realized who it was. So Yeah. <laughs> it, it It's a very, like, I just love this. I love the, all the, like, hidden little things, and you'll you get there. Hold on. We're not there yet. <laughs> so Wylan starts to kind of freak out and has to make sure that he heard Inej right saying that, like, Jenya and Zoya were there. And Wylan just, he really wants to get looking like himself again. He's tired of looking like Kue. So <laughs> he hears about Jenya. He wants to get fixed up. So Inej tells Kaz that Jenya and Zoya will meet them at the hotel bath. 
in an hour, which is the spa, or mm. you know, and so and have a treatment. Yes, with all those nice <laughs> luxurious muds, uh-huh. muds, because there's nothing else going on. You just need some relaxation. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So they ask Nina if they think Jenya will be able to help with Wyland. And she doesn't really know because she made Wyland look like Kue under the mm-hmm. powers of Jirda Parem. And your powers, being a Grisha, are very different from being having Parem and then not having Parem. Mm-hmm. So she has no clue. Um, so they begin to start, um, they begin to prepare for the meeting. And Jesper runs after Wylan and tells him that the kiss he saw with Kue was a mistake and that he got them mixed up. So um, Wylan at first is like, so you really thought you thought I was him? And like, oh, that's shady. So <laughs> then Jesper gives Wyland, um a small picture, and it happens to be a picture that he snagged from when they were visiting Wyland's mom. Aww. And it's, it's a small little portrait of Wyland when he was younger, and Jesper suggests that he take it when he goes to meet with Jenya, if, if he gets to meet with Jenya, to help her be able to, like, make him look the way he used to, mm-hmm. which is sweet. It is sweet. It's so sweet. It is. So here's this next quote. If you're headed down to the baths, I could come with you if you wanted. Wyland nodded anxiously. I'd like that. Jesper's newly buoyant mood lasted all the way to the lift, but as they joined Kaz and descended to the hotel's third floor, his nerves started to jangle. They might be walking into a trap, and Kaz wasn't exactly in fighting form. End quote. So they walk into the bath, and Jesper's just like, dumbfounded it's just gorgeous it's from it sounds like an entire floor of Mm -hmm. just baths and it sounds beautiful all the talks about all the tiling and and everything so i I imagine in such a dirty place as Mm. ketterdam then uh, that's probably very different yeah because i i've always gotten the sense that like ketterdam is like it's just like the two like it's got like the very rich and fancy and then all of a sudden the, the barrel, like, the barrel. Yeah. exactly there's no like in be- there's no middle class in Ketterdam. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't seem like it no so yeah to him this is beautiful and it sounds wonderful i would love to go to an entire floor like it sounds uh, all the mm-hmm. muds and makes me think about our um our podcast from last week <laughs> gulbs run a hotel uh, so could use that right now anyway absolutely mm-hmm. so I've got one more quote here because it helps explain this. They've been told they would be meeting with only two members of the triumvirate, but three people stood by the pool. Jesper knew the one-eyed girl in the red and blue kefta, the red and blue kefta must be Jenya Safin, and that meant the shockingly gorgeous girl with a thick fall of ebony hair was Zoya Nazielinski. They were accompanied by a fox-faced man in his 20s wearing a teal frock coat, brown leather gloves, and an impressive set of Zemini revolvers slung around his hips. If these people were what Ravka had to offer, maybe Jesper should consider a visit. Uh-huh. End quote. Um, so, who's this mysterious man? Mysterious. Oh my goodness gracious. <laughs> so... Kaz actually, of course, recognizes him. And mm-hmm. who is it? It's Sturmond. Sturmond! <gasps> oh my gosh, we haven't heard that name in a long time. Yeah, and hello, K- 
Kaz and Sturmund in the same place. I know. It's Blew so cool. my mind. I know. And I and also like I just love that like Sturmhaunt like actually like so it shows that like there's Kaz doesn't know everything. Uh-huh. Like I mean, because he's still able to portray Sturmhaunt to mm-hmm. him. So that's incredibly cool to me. Um so um anyways, Kat um Sturmhaunt is very like flattered by the fact that Kaz recognizes him and he says that he is um authorized by um to negotiate for the Robkin throne. Duh. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> because you are the Robkin throne. Duh. But I guess to these barrel kids, they don't know. They don't know. So Kaz and Sturmon go to the solarium to discuss alone their little, try to figure out their little negotiations. So they don't want to do it in front of everybody else. And then um, Zoya's like, ugh, I don't want to be with you people. I'm going to go to my own room and be by myself. So it leaves Jenya with Wylan and Jesper. And Wylan actually gets up enough guts to talk to Jenya and ask her if if she could, like, please tailor him. Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> beep, beep. <laughs> ah! <laughs> oh, Lord. So, she she says, yeah, she thinks that Wyland's just the cutest little thing. She just loves him. And um, while Jenya is tailoring Wyland, uh, Wyland starts asking her questions about learning the small science and um, all these just, like, Questions about learning the powers of a Grisha and anyways, obviously, well, we see this later, but um, Jesper kind of is like listening like, I wonder what you're doing, but (laughs) I think he knows. You ain't being too cool about it. Nope. So here's a quote. Jenya alternated between working and having Wylan hold up the mirror to guide her through tweaks and changes. Jesper watched for a while, went upstairs to check on his father, fetched coffee um, fetched Jenya some tea and Wylan a cup of coffee. When he returned to the clay room, he nearly dropped the mugs. Wylan was sitting in the last of the afternoon light, the real Wylan, the boy he'd first seen in that tannery, the lost prince who had woken in the wrong story. End Aww. quote. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, so beautiful. Love it. So cute. It is. So Wylan and Jesper go back up to the suite, and Jesper shares with him that, hey, Wylan, you ain't so clever because, by the way, just wanted to let you know <laughs> that I realized all those questions you were asking her about the small science was pertaining to me. Mm-hmm. And that leads us into our scene. Ooh. And actually, this will be closing out our chapter. So... Um, real quickly, a special thank you for the gra- background music created by Kendra Dantes and produced by Year 26. Mm-hmm. And I will be playing Jesper and Terry will be playing Wylan. Mm-hmm. So, you ready, girl? I am. Okay. So, let's do this. Curtain up. <laughs> I just don't get it. I've spent my whole life hiding the things I can't do. Why run from the amazing things you can do? Jesper gave an irritated shrug. He'd been mad at his father for almost exactly what Wylan was describing, but now he just felt defensive. These were his choices, right or wrong, and they were long since made. I know who I am, what I'm good at, what I can and can't do. I'm just, I'm what I am. 
a great shooter, a, a bad gambler. Why can't that just be enough? For me or for you? Don't get philosophical on me, Merchling. Jess, I've thought about this and... Thought of me? Late at night? What was I wearing? I've thought about your powers, Wyland said, cheeks flushing pinker. Has it ever occurred to you that your Grisha ability might be part of the reason you're such a good shot? Wyland, you're cute, but you're a whole lot of crazy in one little glass. Maybe. But I've seen you manipulate metal. I've seen you direct it. What if you don't miss because you're directing bullets too? Jesper shook his head. This was ridiculous. He was a good shot because he'd been raised on the frontier, because he understood guns, because his mother had taught him to steady his hand, clear his mind, and to sense his target as much as see it. His mother, a fabricator, a Grisha, even if she never used that word. No, that's not how it works. But what if it was? He shook off the thought, feeling the need to move to move ignite over his skin. Why do you have to say things like that? Why can't you just let things be easy? Because they're not easy, Wyland said in his simple, earnest way. No one in the barrel talk like that. You keep pretending everything is okay. You move on to the next fight or the next party. What are you afraid is going to happen if you stop? Jesper shrugged again. He adjusted the buttons on his shirt, touched his thumbs to his revolvers. When he felt like this, mad and scattered, it was as if his hands had a life of their own. His whole body itched. He needed to get out of this room. Wyland laid his hand on Jesper's shoulder. Stop. Jesper didn't know if he wanted to jerk away or pull him closer. Just stop, Wyland said. Breathe. Wyland's gaze was steady. Jesper couldn't look away from that clear water blue. He forced himself to still, inhaled, exhaled. Again, Wyland said, and when Jesper opened his mouth to take another breath, Wyland leaned forward and kissed him. Jesper's mind emptied. He wasn't thinking of what had happened before or what might happen next. There was only the reality of Wyland's mouth the press of his lips, then the fine bones of his neck, the silky feel of his curls as Jesper cupped his nape and drew him nearer. This was the kiss he'd been waiting for. It was a gunshot. It was a prairie fire. It was the spin of Mocker's wheel. Jesper felt the pounding of his heart. Or was it Wyland's? Like a stampede in his chest, and the only thought in his head was a happy, startled, oh. Slowly, inevitably, they broke apart. Wyland? Jesper said, looking into the wide blue sky of his eyes. I really hope we don't die. Oh. End scene. They had a moment. They did. They kissed and they... Oh. Yeah. (laughs) We're excited about that. We are excited. They finally had their little moment. I know. It's just so beautiful. It is. Just because, like, you know, I feel like we've been waiting for this for a very yes, long time. Yes, it's been time. building up. <laughs> I know. It's just like, come on, get it over with already. Let's do this. Just and, kiss him. Yeah, because it was just like the last time we, like it wasn't last podcast, but the one before, that was just the chapter where like he discovered he accidentally got Kue mixed up, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was just like, oh my God, we almost <laughs> had it. And then it was like, no. I know. Oh. <laughs> oh. Dang it. So that was a wonderful, beautiful chapter. It was. Yes. So what you got, girl? Oh, my little birds. Where is that bird coming from? Oh, girl, you got a little pet. Aww. I brought one of my birds with me. 
Wow, and that was perfect timing, and you had no clue I was going to be dressed up as a big one. I didn't. I'm like, it's mama. <laughs> Hi, honey. Did it call to you? It did. I All thought right. that, like, Chris was playing some kind of, like, fun little, like, bird thing. Just because I was, Yeah, just to, like, mess with me. Just screw with but you. But then I was like, what? No. Okay. I had to have a prop. Um, yes. And it was easier to have a bird than to have a dog. Oh, well, it's like my little child. <laughs> perfect episode to do it, too. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) Big Bird's coming through. Things are happening. They're moving and shaking. They are. All right. So, (laughs) chapter nine. (laughs) There you go. I'll I'll, I'll nuzzle your bird. (laughs) Maybe feed it like a baby bird. Um, Chapter 29, we follow Nina. Um, Jinya has tailored Kaz as well as Wylan, and Nina is upset because Mm. she didn't get to watch. Oh. Yeah. She's also confused as to why Kaz didn't let Jinya heal him all the way or even fix his bad leg. Like, he still looks beat up. Mm. Kaz says because he needs to still look like a thug. He needs to look like he beat up a bunch of people. If he went in all clean, then no well, one yeah, would believe him. Yeah. Makes but, sense. like, I don't know. I think at least the leg, he'd be like, fix it. But, uh, you know, Kaz. Yeah. <laughs> Kaz has his own agenda. Well, you know, people like scars, and they say, like, scars tell great stories. So They're souvenirs you never lose. Yes. There um, you go. <laughs> uh, the announcement for Kuwait's auction has been made public and is everywhere. Ba-ba-boom. It reads, Kuwait Yobo, son of Bo buyer, chief chemist of Bezju, makes available his service and will offer his indenture as the market and the hand of Gezen commands. Those wishing to bid are invited to participate in a free and fair auction in compliance with the laws of Kirch, the rule of the Merchant Council, and the supervision of the Council of Tides at the Church of Barter in four days' time. Parties will convene at noon. Sacred is Gezen, and in commerce we see his hand. Oh, so official. <laughs> the Church of Barter. Oh, yeah. It's, it's... That is their religion. It is. Like, it I is. mean, it, it's really crazy. Like, I mean, when we did all that research for, like, doing just, like, last week's podcast and putting that, like, ep- like that uh, advertisement together mm-hmm. for Ketterdam, like, yeah, there's no, like, their religion is, like, money. Yep. It's trade and money and blah. That's all, they, that's all they're concerned about. It's very strange. It really is when you, like, I mean, I don't know. It, it's just so weird. It is. Like, do they actually, like, pray to Gezin? Like, I mean, like, I guess... I, Maybe. They do. I mean, they've got a church for it. Yeah. So, anyways. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. So, Inej is able to grab a flyer from Carl Dryden and bring it back to the hotel room. It says, in accordance with the laws of Kirch, the Merchant Council of Ketterdam agrees to act as representatives to Kuwaiyobo in the legal auction of his indenture. Sacred is Gezin, and in commerce we see his hand. So, they have validated the auction. They have said it is going to happen. Bum-bum. So... Plan is moving forward. Mm-hmm. Kaz says something about the merchers being the perfect marks. And I included this quote because I think it can be applied to our world. He says, quote, they're rich and they're smart. That makes them easy to dupe. Rich men want to believe they deserve every penny they've got. So they forget that they owe to chance. Smart men are always looking for loopholes. They want an opportunity to game the system, end quote. So... I think a lot of times that can be that can be uh, applied to our world too. Oh, absolutely! It's still a very human quality, even though oh, it's yeah. in Ketterdam. Yeah. 
then he then says the hardest mark is an honest one. And luckily they're in short supply. How true. <laughs> Again. Yes. Very similar. <laughs> yep. Wylan has created a fancy little stamp that looks like ink from another document has bled through so that when Pim and Annika, who are dressed as Stodwatch, and they demand to inspect documents, they add these fake ones in with them so that Dryden will see the fake letters asking about a Johannes Rietveld, Jurta Growers, and how he's taking meetings at the Geldrenner with select investors only. Ugh. It's a secret. But not really. Thanks. So you know that got his attention. <laughs> it, I sure did. <laughs> He's like, what? I want to be a secret in, or a select investor. Mm-hmm. Why am I not a select investor? So even before they did this, Comb had been talking to traders and bankers in the dining room of the Geldrenner <laughs> with the, uh, like the appearance that he was doing some deals. Yeah, so that um, when Dryden and... You know, probably Vanek would be asking around about him. Then the people that saw this would be like, oh, yeah, he's there like every day talking to a bunch of people. Yeah, there's truth behind it. Mm-hmm. Wow. So Nina is pretending to be his multilingual assistant. She's still freaked out about the weird metal flying Grisha stealers, <laughs> especially now since a Grisha on Perim could easily change up the auction. Yeah. Jinya had given her a red kefta. That they changed the embroidery, you know, from blue to black. And she's feeling some kind of way because it's been a while since she's had on a proper one. She said the one she wore um, at the White Rose was a costume. So it's been quite a while since she's had one on. And then, of course, Matthias hmm. <laughs> is feeling some kind of way. Oh, Because when he sees her, he's like, um, I have these old feelings of you being the enemy, but yet you're hot. So, you look so hot. <laughs> so I can't imagine that he's got. Okay, I, I don't know. In my head, I, I don't know. This could be totally wrong. In my head, it's kind of like if you're told your entire life that being gay is wrong and you believe that like as a child. And then as you get older, you feel some kind of way towards the same gender. Yeah. And so then you have this like mix of like, this is wrong, but I like it kind oh, of yeah, thing. So a- I kind of had the same I agree. I think you're right because it's a very po- it's a very weird moment because you're fighting, yeah, you're mm-hmm. fighting what you were brought up believing, but you're feeling some kind of truth towards it, and it's just <laughs> like, oh my god, it's hard to like fight what you've been ingrained with, right? Yeah, but then also like the truth of like the real mm-hmm. whatever's supposed to be is really where like where it all ends up, and like yeah. you finally like oh love. Oh. My body and my heart love you. I just love Matthias and Nina. Yes. I like their little their little journey. I love that journey for them. They're so cute. (laughs) Um, 48 (laughs) hours before the auction, Dryden sent a note to Combs saying he will call on Revealed that day to discuss business. Like it wasn't even like a can I have an appointment? It was (laughs) I will see you later. Jeez. Kaz tells Annika and Pim to tell him he needs to bring bigger fish to the table. Like, tell him that you're not enough. You need to bring a bigger investor. So guess who he brings? Van Eck. Of course. Of course he brings Van Eck. They come to the table and start up a conversation about wanting to be on the list of investors. On a funny note, Cole mentions that someone has started buying up all the Jurta farms 
And then Dryden says, that person must have known about the shoe. And Van Eck is just sitting there like sweating because it's him. (laughs) (laughs) But he eventually like cools himself down and he's like, um, yeah, I will uh, find out who that is. Right. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. (laughs) Nothing to see here. (laughs) No. I keep running into the mic and I'm not even talking. So if you guys hear things hitting the mic, that is um, the Firebird's beak. I expected that to happen when I was like, when I was actually speaking, but I'm running into it like twice and I'm not even talking. (laughs) Just don't like catch it on fire. Okay. All right. I'll try not to. (laughs) So Nina and the crew try to put pressure on them by saying, hey, your next appointment's here. So um, Dryden and Vanek kind of like panic and they're like, well, what if we go in all together? He's talking about the Merchant Council on a whole becoming one big investor. Fishy. Mm -hmm. They agree to give 24 hours to make the decision. As they're leaving, Vanette calls out Miss Zinnick. Then asks her if she's the heart render from the White Rose that has worked for Kaz. She says yes, because she figures it's better to tell the truth. But then kind of turns it around on him, bringing up Wylan. Which, of course, flusters Vanek badly. And she mentions that hopefully he didn't cross Kaz Brecker because only a fool would. Oh. Bam. Boom. Shots fired. Mic drop. The end. Egg drop. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, that's kind of a little, like, dig into him. Like, you're going to get what you deserve because you crossed Kaz Brecker. Well, yeah, everybody that has. (laughs) Yes. Yes, they have. The list we've seen so far doesn't seem like it's going to turn up too good for you. We should probably make like Kaz's list, like kill book, (laughs) journal of like all of these people he's after. Yeah. His list. His little black book. Like um, Arya in uh, Game of Thrones where she repeats the names over and over again. (laughs) Yeah, we can put it up on our wall. (laughs) Pekka Rollins. Van Eck. God. <laughs> God, in that last, I think it was like just a couple weeks ago, we read like a whole list of people yes. that he like killed. Yes. So that would be a book. Mm, Definitely sure not would. just a page. Mm. So, oh, that was it, wasn't That's it? That's it. That's it. Yay. Wow. We did it. We did. <laughs> so, um, okay. Well, it is, of course, the time for... I I love that I'm hooting like a chicken and I'm a firebird. (laughs) But I mean, it's made me think about like whether like a firebird would be tasty. Like, I mean, could you buy it? Like, I mean, like, I don't know. Firebird wing. What does a firebird eat though? Does it eat other animals? So that's what I was like when you were talking about like fish. I kept on like thinking about like, I bet a firebird would eat fish. Probably, but we don't eat animals that eat other animals because they don't Truth. taste good. Yeah. We eat animals that eat plants. Oh. Yeah, so firebird probably wouldn't be on the menu. Probably not. I'm pretty gamey anyways. <laughs> so. Gay. Gamey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Snap. <laughs> oh, tune in <sighs> for the gayest version of Grisha yes. Cass and Sesame Street all combined into one. <laughs> That's us. Have you ever dun, 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 how to get to Sesame Street? I'm sorry. I'm just that's all that's been in my head since I've worn this mask. It's just I think it's the beak, to be honest. Yes. 
And um, okay, so anyways, Grisha Cast news. Uh-huh. Um, sorry. So as we already discussed, the story Sanctia came out. Oh, so beautiful. Love it. Love it. Love it. And um, anyways, a lot has happened. So we last week we had our episode come out, but we had re- pre-recorded that episode, so we didn't really get to have any Grisha Cast news. So we're gonna slide it in for this week. So. <laughs> um, there was an interview with um, Lee um, through Charis Books, and a couple things that we learned from that interview was that we learned that there's going to be some more Darkling backstory in the upcoming Rule of Wolves. Very exciting. Yes, and then she also said that she would like, like, didn't say she would, to write a Bagra prequel. Cool. That would be interesting. Yes. And of course, the interview, like when people had questions, was filled with none other than that one question. Are you going to write a Six of Crows 3 book? So um, (laughs) it was just filled with that. Everybody just is talking about that. I've come to terms and I'm okay without it. But, well, we haven't even finished this one. But I'm just saying, I want her to write whatever she wants to write. Like, I'm happy. Anyways. So big thing. Like, I mean, New York Comic Con happened. That was huge. Because it was Lee and the director, Eric, um, of The Shadow and Bone. And I am not going to try to pronounce his last name. No. Um, They had a lot of information. um, Secretly hidden inside their interview, by the way. I kind of like snapped the code, I think. So, one, the biggest news that we got out of it is because Comic-Con usually releases like trailers and things like that for upcoming shows. So, that's what everybody was expecting. But if you're really knew like of course they couldn't do that yet mm-hmm. so they gave us the opening music oh, oh. it's amazing and we want we wanted to play it here but i figured we'd probably not a good idea i retweeted it yes on our twitter at grisha cast good if you want to go hear it it is it what did you think of it it was um like when it started out i was like okay all right but like as it went i got goosebumps and i was like oh my god yeah it it really reminds you of like wh- it reminded me of where the story begins, like in Shadow and Bone, mm-hmm. and this like in it's a journey. Yes, yes, in the small palace, and like just like the way oh the music was so good. Mm-hmm. So um, that was really cool. And um, anyways, from the interview, Leash said that one like one scene that she thought like she loved watching Zoe and Ben work together. Um, that that was amazing chemistry they had. Lee saw some choreography for a scene that she had written in Shadow and Bone, and it was amazing to see it live. It was just a really cool thing for her. Um, She never expected to see it, and she said there were a lot of people involved in this scene when she wrote it, and to see it actually put on screen was amazing for her. And I was sitting there trying to think what it was, and I bet you, I'm going to guess, it's the winner fate. because it's that's in shadow and bone Mm -hmm. that's the that's got the most people like it's got all the magic that the darkling and alina are doing Mm -hmm. and then like you know the apparat there's a lot of people i wonder if that's it because they put on this whole show remember like the grisha con uh, so um we also find that they ask what lee and eric's favorite prop was and lee's favorite prop is kaz's cane (laughs) and Eric's was specially designed guns um, that I think he that were our Jespers. Yeah. And then um, that's very heavy on the crows. Yes, it is. So she says this is 
episode seven, she says, is purely what she had in her heart for what she wrote. So I'm guessing episode seven is pretty much she wrote and then she saw it on the screen. Don't we have titles for the shows? What we is, do, but we have episode to... seven? <laughs> oh my gosh, I'd have to go back and figure out where I put those notes. You keep talking and I'll look it up. Yeah. Okay. You talking about news? Well, um, unfortunately, that's where it ends. Oh. Um, well, but, a little birdie told me that you had other news. Yeah, I can talk about some other news. Um, so, first off, we do... Um, let's see. So, The Lives of Saints, I'm just going to say, as I've already told you, you have to get it. The artwork is really cool in this, too, because we get to see pictures. And there's a story I'm going to show you of what a firebird. Yes, this is the Sancta, the, um, sorry, the Silka. Yes. And, um, anyways, I just love it. And, um, yeah, we, we've got a lot of stuff coming up. There's a, another thing that, oh, I realize what you're trying to get me to talk about. Goodness gracious. <laughs> Ugh. I love myself sometimes. Um, because I, oi. So, as part of the Comic-Con, they, you could also get like a one minute with Lee. And um, I bought that and I have the video of it, but I'm not going to show it um, because it was a very scary, <laughs> horrifying minute. And the reason I say that is, um, one, I have anxiety. Um, take high, high anxiety and don't do well in situations with anxiety and situations like whatever. So anyways... Um, I'm sitting there, I've got, like, pretty much, like, I sit there for an hour, um, waiting, which is fine, because it's got this little countdown of, like, she's on, um, visit number 20, she's on visit number 18, whatever, so it keeps going down, and, um, then, like, when we're probably about, like, supposedly, like, 10 minutes away, someone comes on and checks my lighting, and I'm like, ooh, it scared me, I thought it was <laughs> Lee for a second, but then, when actually Lee does come on, it was the most horrifying thing, because, in the corner is this s clock that's like 60, 59, 58, 57, 56. And like for like that moment, like you're just I was just concentrating on the clock. I was talking so fast and was like I had questions prepared. But like, oh, my goodness, like when you get I was I was so anxious. I was rushing along so quickly that like the very end of my video, you see, like I all of a sudden like oh my gosh, Lee, you're still there. And then she starts to laugh and I'm like, ah! And I make this weird, like, <laughs> I make the weirdest faces the entire time. I think it has to do all with just like the pressure I was under um, that I put myself on. But that dang clock, it scared me. Um, it was just scary for me. But nonetheless, it was a wonderful experience. Um, it's it's always great to have those experiences with Lee. Um and hopefully one day I'll look back on it and laugh. Right now I look at it and like cringe because I'm just staring at my, like my face because I'm just making weird faces. <laughs> but I've watched her and she does. I don't. She's not making any kind of like faces. Like this kid is crazy. There's well, none of those faces. So I'm she sure she remembered you too. Well, I think she was also like I told it like the very first thing I said was like by the way thank you so much for doing this. I know this is like not an easy thing to be doing. I mean, you got to think sitting in front of like a computer and talking to like a fan every minute, <laughs> like has got to be crazy. Aww. So yeah. So I thanked her and, um, she did 
she did sympathize. I guess it was really crazy for her on her end. She said it was very hard to get to know people. So oh, and, yeah, and we know that she likes to get to know people really yeah, well. She likes to just have a conversation, exactly, and get to know who you are. Yeah. So, but that was so. I did that. That was really cool. And um, yeah, I I asked. I don't know. It was just. It was a really fast minute, but it was great. I hope other people out there that got to experience it didn't. Um, Stumble all over themselves like I did, or I feel I did. Terry, I'll show you afterwards. <laughs> I'm dying the, to yeah, see. Uh, yes, actually. Yeah, it's pretty funny. I asked her about, like, for some reason, like, the one question I wanted to ask was about the book I'm reading. And I'm, if you know, obviously, I'm a huge Harry Potter fan, but I'm not a Harry Potter fan anymore. Uh, or I'm like, don't even, yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't know what's going on with that. So there's this other book I'm reading called Carry On that has a magical school. And like, that's my first question was like, is this a good replacement for Hogwarts or something? That's, I think that's what I asked. <laughs> something like that. Like, it just kind of fell out. I don't know. Anyways, did you find the scene? I did. Okay. <laughs> have I been rambling and you've known? So I for- don't know if these, I, I don't know if we have actually like confirmed that the episode list that was leaked is the actual one. Right. Um, but it is the unsee. Oh, okay. So we did hear her talk about that. Remember, like in the very beginning of this filming that she was talking about oh, how yeah. her characters are going out on. The, so um, yeah, it was cool to so see. It's called the Unsee. So I wonder if that's gonna. Yeah, we got some. Oh, Volcra. That's yeah, that's Volcra. what's gonna horrify me <laughs> is actually seeing real live Volcra on screen. Real live Volcra. Real live Volcra. Because they're they're real. <laughs> they're totally real. They are. They used to be humans. Oh. Oh. So um, I do want to thank um someone went um thank you so much to um. By the way, we're in um, listener thank yous. Forgot to tell you guys. Um, <laughs> so just some listener shout outs. Thank you so much to um, Kayla Buckwalter on Apple. Thank you so much for um, rating us. Thanks. And it was so sweet of you. Thank you. And um, we're glad you enjoy the show. And um, yeah, keep listening. Thank you so much. Um, so I guess um, Really, that leads us just into what we're doing next week. So mm-hmm. we're going to do three chapters, right? Yes. Yes. So we're going to be doing 30 through 32. Okay. Mm-hmm. So and it'll be a little bit more than we've read before, but it's not going to be too bad. It'll be good. We're getting right to that end part, guys, yeah. where we're going to be having to go through a couple different chapters just to be able to like have enough pages to talk about. So, okay. Well, Alice. <laughs> well, Firebird. <laughs> so well it has been a oh my baby my little baby my baby bird uh, well you guys have a wonderful week and please stay tuned for next week <laughs> okay all right bye guys bye like we're at the end of the hour so my voice is a little husky it was no mourners. No funerals. This has been GrishaCast. Connect with us on the web at GrishaCast.com. Send an email to info at GrishaCast.com. Follow us on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook at GrishaCast. A special thank you for our background music created by Kendra Dantes and produced by Year 26.